Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for December 6, 2015. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Russ Dean, co-pastor with Amy Jackstein at Park Road Baptist Church. His sermon this morning is entitled, The Good God is in the Detail. Well, glory be. (laughs) Thank you, Monty, for praising God with the organ. William Sloan Coffin, who died in 2006, was one of the iconic pastors of the Riverside Church in New York City. Well known for fiery sermons and prophetic activism, he was an outspoken voice for peace in the turbulent 1960s. He protested U.S. military involvement in Vietnam and later in Iraq, and he supported LGBT rights ahead of his time. One of the legendary stories about William Sloan Coffin involves an exchange with then Secretary of State Henry Kissinger. Coffin was speaking out against our involvement in Vietnam, and the Secretary, who was tired of his preaching, is said to have chided the pastor, well, if you're so smart, why don't you tell us what to do in Vietnam? Coffin didn't miss a word. He said, Mr. Secretary, my job is to say to you, let justice roll down like mighty waters. Your job is to get the plumbing in place. The devil is in the detail, so they say. Now let me take just a brief aside to commiserate with the right Reverend Coffin for just a moment. I know that feeling of being chastised for offering supposedly easy rhetoric instead of answers, of speaking high-minded, lofty ideals with little direction in how to attain such heights. But in a day when some pastors are leading the cheers for more guns and more war. Just this morning I read an article that Jerry Falwell Jr., who is now the president of Liberty University, the largest Christian university in the world, stood in the pulpit on the stage of his auditorium this week holding a handgun in his pocket and calling on every student at Liberty University to buy a gun and get a concealed carry permit. Oh my. In a day when some pastors are leading the cheers for more guns and more war, the task of calling the church to a higher standard is a worthy calling in its own right. The more excellent way of Jesus offers no easy answers, but it does illuminate a path to justice. And it is a different path. If you cannot distinguish between Christian rhetoric and a political call for peace through strength, which nearly always leads to war, you can be sure that it is not the way of Jesus being spoken. Too many pastors in these anxious times have forgotten that cry, let justice roll down like waters, or they have forgotten that Jesus taught us that the only way to true justice comes from carrying a cross, not a handgun. In loving our enemies, not dropping indiscriminate bombs. In turning the other cheek, not seeking vengeance. Now Jesus was not promoting passivism. 
but a strong, active, creative, and daring call for peace through God's wisdom, which does not sound like worldly wisdom. G.K. Chesterton once noted, Christianity has not been tried and found wanting. It has been found difficult and not tried. So William Sloan Coffin had it right. The message of the church should sound different from that of the market or the ivory tower or the capital, and someone needs to say it. But in a culture steeped in the certitude of its own religious and political ideologies, this is never an easy word to offer. It also should be said that working out those details often requires resources that are unavailable to most pastors and churches. Early in the Iraq war, I lamented that we had chosen the same old, failed path of militancy. I was chastised at the door that morning. We've tried diplomacy, he said, and it has failed. Well, I had just heard that the expenses for our war at that time had exceeded $9 billion. So I responded, yes, we have tried diplomacy, just never $9 billion diplomacy. I will always believe that if we had been willing to apply $9 billion to solve the Iraq problem before going to war, we could have put the brightest minds in this country together and we would have found a solution that is far less costly in terms of lives and dollars wasted. Instead, we are still spending money we do not have on a solution we are not going to find. The prophetic voice is needed in our world and now is the time for the church to offer it with passion but more importantly with compassion. But most of the details will have to be worked out by those who have access to tools and techniques and a treasury that are not at my disposal. The devil is in the detail but someone has got to demand that we apply that detail to the right problem, working toward the right solutions. Sorry for that little sidetrack. The detail. I googled this week, devil in the detail, and was surprised to learn that this is actually an amended version of an older expression. The 19th century writer Gustave Flaubert once said, the good God is in the detail. And I wondered why and when the expression was changed. God is in the detail. The devil is in the detail. It is clear that working out the details, whether in politics or petty personal concerns, can be devilishly difficult, may I say hard as hell sometimes. But the very clear affirmation of Scripture from the very first word to the last is that God cares about the details. God is quite comfortable with the messy task of working in the detail, of working out the details. This is an an insight that was not easy to come by. Our ancient Jewish forebears believed this, but when they were in bondage in Babylon, captives of an exile 2,500 years ago, their captors had a different understanding of God The Babylonian gods didn't stoop to earth, they said, 
They were far removed from the messiness of human finitude and frailty. So a Jewish visionary wrote a tale about their God, whom they claimed to be the only God. And not only was it a good story that explained where we came from, it poked a finger squarely in the eyes of the Babylonian oppressors. The creation narrative in our Bible originated as a highly charged political and religious protest against a pagan oppressor who didn't think God stooped to us. And the Jewish visionary wrote, Then the Lord God formed the man of the dust of the earth. You can almost see God on knees, hands in that mud, forming that mud man, and breathing into his nostrils the breath of life. The good God is in the detail. As they understood it, God cares enough to stoop to this earth, not a very godlike thing to do, to get a little dirt underneath the fingernails, to work with the mud and muck of Adama, earth, and make Adam, earthlings. From that very unbecoming, inauspicious beginning, the Jews began to unwind the story for the ages, a people and a God who cared enough to know them, to love them, to forgive them again and again and again, to take initiatives on their behalf, to look out for them, to be a part of their journey, to walk with them, to part the sea for them, to provide land and a future for them, to know them and to be known by them in the detail. It should go without saying that some of those claims are the source of great conflict still today. That God called the Jewish people and no other. That God gave special attention to them. That God bequeathed to them specific land and specific privileges. I don't need to tell you what a problem some of those claims have been. But the fact remains that in a Jewish understanding which Christians tell at Christmas, working that theology out in the extreme, in that understanding God is not some far-removed deity too important to be bothered, too powerful to reach down to the lowly, too divine to know the joys and sufferings of human beings. In those days, specific days, with a calendar date those days that lasted for a measurable time, in those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, a specific place. You can find it on a map, you can still go there to the wilderness in Judea. The voice of one crying out, in the wilderness. You could go out there to hear John the Baptist. His prophecy was not something that fell from heaven, a revelation that was given in secret that had mystical origins. The people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him and they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. You couldn't just say you believe the right things 
that you had accepted the right teachings, that you too had been given some mystical revelation all by yourself, you had to go out and get wet head to toe. You had to be immersed in the most common element on the planet and come out dripping wet because God is not out there. Some secret truth or power revealed only to the very smart or the very holy or the very special. From the very beginning, in the beginning, God has been working among us in the most ordinary things, the most ordinary experiences, the most ordinary people, in the details. And they wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and they laid him in a manger. The good God is in the detail. As you prepare for Christmas this year, when you pull down those boxes from the attic and unpack the lights and the ornaments, remember, the good God is in the detail. When you are amid the great crowds this season at the office party in the bumper-to-bumper traffic and you want to blow your horn, remember, the good God is in the detail. When you experience the great elation of this festive holiday season and when that season brings you down because it can just be too much, remember, the good God is in the detail. The same God who awaits you in prayer also lives among the pots and pans. When you're cleaning up after the party, God is in the details. So look for God in this season, in your workplace, in your family. And when you find the holy among us, why don't you just say, well, glory be. It's not the devil. It's the good God in the detail. May it be so. Amen. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Today's podcast was produced with production help from Hugh Ashcraft, Brian Smith, Bruce White, and Rich Dower. Our theme music was composed by Brandon Michael Williams. Thanks for listening today. Grace and peace to you. This has been a production of Park Road Baptist Church.